listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hey, I'm your host. I'm here with you live Monday through Friday, most of the time, for two hours or so. And I'm here with my main man, Mr. B. What's up? How you doing, Mr. B? I'm much better. Nice shirt. Thank you. Hey, have you been working out? No. Oh, you but thank like you for you noticing. Have. Oh, you know, it's those extra little pieces of tissue underneath my shirt. Is that what it is? No. Huh? No. I was just looking at your Maybe pecs. Uh, That's all. They look pretty good. I uh, don't know. Actually, I haven't hit the gym for a couple of weeks. No, well, we'll have to do that together in January. Don't you think we Ooh, should be like... is that a resolution of yeah, yours? Yeah, it, def- oh. it definitely is for me. All right, all right, all right. Okay, we'll have one. to kick it up old school. Kicking it up old school. <laughs> well, don't make me make you run. <laughs> If no, we're going to go old school, we're going militant. Oh, okay, but I can't run. I can do militant oh, okay. other well, stuff. I'll take it easy on yeah. like the elliptical. Like I could do elliptical. militant. We can do the yeah, elliptical. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll just still yell at okay, you. Okay, so I didn't mean really. Yeah. Dude, Brad, get in there. Put your body on Come on, girl. Billy, that's, that's what Benny I do. Benny is the Julian. Benny <laughs> yeah. is the Julian of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Oh, boy, I feel for those folks. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. We got a, we got a wow, major, major lineup for you today. Uh, we're kicking it off. I don't know if we could say old school. I think we're kicking it off new school. Because any school. We've got, any school. We've got a great lineup today. First of all, we're going to be talking about Pluto and transformation. Uh, Gavin Carruthers joining us here today. We're going to definitely kick it off with that. Pluto, the planet that nobody pays any attention to. I don't know if that's true, but I do know that I've had to pay a lot of attention to it for the past, I don't know, maybe two plus years. Uh, And then Paul McCormick, we have a special announcement. The launch of his book is today. Cool. Today. And going into tomorrow. Tomorrow is a major money day, according to Madeline. But Gavin is joining us here today. Uh, You know, I, I love these conversations because, you know, first of all, we look at Pluto. I don't know. Is it even a planet anymore? Who knows what everybody's talking about? I'm pretty sure it is. But Gavin is joining us. He's one of Sedona's best known and most respective astrologers. Astrologers. He has been professional consultant and teacher for more than 30 years. He has lectured at several uh, astrological seminars. So, you know, this is a man that knows a lot about about astrology and not only that we're going to be giving away a 30-minute reading um and we'll talk about how you can be part of that but today you know we're talking with him about pluto he's also scheduled to speak at the finding the gift in shift conference and we'll tell you more about that but gavin thank you so much thanks for joining the show today pluto and transformation should we fasten our seatbelts here in a certain sense, I would say. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of changes, not just individually, but for the planet. Well, you know, tell us a little bit about Pluto, because I've talked about it in terms of uh, Pluto entering Sagittarius and now, and then Capricorn, and then going back into Sagittarius, and uh-huh. now back in Capricorn. And the first time it went into Capricorn, I was not happy. A lot of people felt that. In fact, I would say back in January of this year, I've never experienced so many people going through such distress. 
hmm. as when it shifted into Capricorn. Why do, do you think that is because I was so happy when it was like in Sagittarius? I mean, it was like an amazing expanse of creative time. And then all of a sudden, it's like somebody flipped a switch and it was all about work. Well, that's one way of looking at it, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, Pluto affects everybody a little bit differently depending on who they are depending on their level of awareness, their level of consciousness, and, and their ability to work with Pluto. Resisting Pluto is no fun at all. Um, but if you can find a way to work with, with those energies, then it can actually have a wonderfully transformative effect in your life. Now, you're doing an amazing talk. You, you're speaking about, you know, about, you're speaking at Finding the Gift and Shift Conference. And, mm -hmm. you know, this is an important talk for a lot of reasons. And there are a lot of people talking about Pluto entering Capricorn. But it's almost as if, it's almost as if Pluto has had the status of secondhand citizen in the astrological world, so to speak. You know, a minor planet. To some people, they're like, wow, is that like even a planet? It at all. Mm -hmm. And yet here we are talking about what the implications of, of Pluto entering Capricorn are, moving out of Sagittarius, what those were, and mm -hmm. how do we put all this together, Gavin? Well, you know, Pluto is a profoundly powerful planet. In fact, as an astrologer, and I, I would say most astrologers, uh, serious astrologers would probably agree with me, and saying it's probably, it probably has the most powerful impact on us as human beings. Wow. It represents an energy that you can't, you can resist it, but ultimately it, it wins. Resistance it, it is futile. You, down. Yeah. It, you know, it'll break down your falseness. It'll help it force you to release your toxicity. It's all about getting real, getting honest, and aligning mm -hmm. with your spiritual truth. If mm -hmm. you're in resistance to that, then it, it can be very painful. But as I suggested earlier, if we can align with that, and make it our own agenda, then, then we can ride the wave. Mm. And I think surfing is actually a good analogy to work with with Pluto, because it, when you're under a Pluto uh, transit experience, it comes in waves. Maybe about a week apart, you'll get hit with a wave of energy, and it'll sort of knock you down, and then it recedes, and then another week later, another wave comes in. And it's all about breaking down your falseness. And, you know, I mean, we, we all live with levels of falseness in our lives, and, and Pluto's after that really deeply ingrained stuff that really holds us back. And uh, that's why it's got a bit of a reputation for being tricky. Mm -hmm. But certainly, you know, I, I work with Pluto as one of the most significant um, energies of all in the birth chart. So it was very amusing to me to find astronomers, you know, classifying it as a minor planet, which, you know, I'm sure the whole astrology world was falling on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. But obviously, astronomers don't, you know, pay attention to the the, the things that we do. Obviously. Well, and you, you know, and for me, this is a conversation where we all get to understand this. What is the significance of Pluto being in Sagittarius? And that was what two years ago or eighteen months ago. And please give me the exact details because I will totally screw this up. Well, it was in Sag for about thirteen years. Okay, thirteen years. Okay, and, and all go right. Ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me about that. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, help me understand my life. <laughs> well, Sag Sagittarius, not so much in the personal chart, but in a general sense, Sagittarius has a lot to do with belief systems. So, essentially, the purpose of Pluto going through Sagittarius is to draw all toxic belief systems to the surface so they can be seen for what they are and then released. Now, in the world, obviously, we've seen a whole lot of toxic 
belief systems popping up all over the planet, I mean, which has given rise to terrorism. You know, in fact, uh, an amazing astrologer who was one of my teachers many years ago in England, uh, Liv Green is her name, um, did a lecture on Pluto and Sagittarius before it entered. And she predicted we would see a massive upsurge in terrorism around the, the world. And as a result of all these toxic belief systems sort of exploding open as essentially what's, what I think is going on is the, the, the light energy behind those toxic beliefs was pushing the toxicity to the surface so that, uh, you know, so we can release it. And now what's happening with it in Capricorn is it's happening in our institutions and in the governments and those kind of levels. So we've seen, you know, this recent banking crisis where the greed and the corruption that's so rampant throughout the whole country is really coming to the surface so we can honestly look at it. And it's a painful thing because we have to give up some of our, uh, our nice things we've had, you know, through this process. We're going to have to tighten our belts and not be so excess, you know, into excess so much. So, you know, one of the things that I, I wanted to ask you about is that if this is a global perspective, if this is what we're seeing at the macro level, uh-huh. what's the impact at the micro level? And, you know, why, uh, Pluto, why is Pluto entering Capricorn so significant right now? Well, Capricorn is one of the cardinal points of the uh, zodiac. Um, zero degrees Capricorn, zero Cancer, zero Libra, and zero Aries, which are basically the, the uh, vernal equinox, the spring equinox, the fall equinox, um, the summer solstice and the winter solstice. So it's basically crossing the solstice point as it enters Capricorn. And that's a place of, of power. So we would expect to see change because of that. And also because it's an earth sign, Capricorn, uh, we're likely to see changes in, in, you know, in our world in a very practical, pragmatic sense. I- individually, of course, it's a little bit different. You know, if you're talking on the personal level, it very much depends on the makeup of our, of our natal chart. But what I can say, I can give you some dates here for those people listening who might be interested, you know, to know who's being affected by Pluto. Um, and this is, I'm including everybody in the last year, in other words, the end of Sagittarius, as well as the first few degrees of Capricorn, which will continue into next year. Okay. And so the, the dates are March 17 through 23rd, everybody born in those dates. June 18 to 24, September 20 to 26, and December 19 to 24. Everybody born in those dates has either just been going through Pluto, if they're in the th- first three days of those dates, or is about to go through Pluto this year or next year as it enters Capricorn. And uh, that's, those are not the only people. Those are the people whose sun is being affected, that they might have a moon or a Mars or a Venus or something else in those sensitive areas, too. So there's obviously a, a tremendous number of people who are going to be feeling this on a very personal level. And they're being asked to release everything in their life that isn't real, which is a little mind-boggling when you first think about that or consider that, because how do we even know what's real? And, you know, with a lot of things, it's very difficult to discern that. So Pluto puts the pressure on uh-huh. and we start discovering by losing things, people leaving our lives, um, situations coming to a close in our lives. And it very much, as I said earlier, depends on how, how much we're working with the process or letting the process work mm. us. 
are working against it, so to speak. So how about those of us that are hanging out with our moon in Capricorn? Well, um, that's going that, to be... be different than our sun in Capricorn. Yes, it is. I think Benny, so. Benny has... Benny, are you a Capricorn? Benny's a Capricorn. What date is he? What date, Benny? Can you give everybody, like, the latest and greatest? Yeah, it's uh, January 4th of 77. Mm -hmm. January 4th. So, yeah, you're a little bit later then. You, yeah, I mean, Pluto's going to be in Capricorn um, for about 13, 14 years. So, you know, if you're in the middle of Capricorn with your planets, then you're going to have a few years before it gets there. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's really only the very early Capricorn people that are getting worked on right now. Okay, and, the early Capricorn people. And in, yeah. your, <laughs> in your chart, Dr. Pat, you've got your moon at 23 degrees of Capricorn. So mm -hmm. you're not going to get Pluto on your moon for 7 to 10 years from now. Okay. So, so is that an okay thing? It, <laughs> say again? Is that okay? Oh, absolutely. I mean, okay. this, you, this is your design of your life, your chart, from the spiritual point of view. So it's everything that happens in, in astrologically is perfect in that sense, because it's the natural outgrowth of that moment of your birth. The, the challenge when Pluto hits the moon is to do, um, the simplest way of putting it is probably to say inner child work, inner child healing, building the bridge between the conscious self and the inner child, which I often describe as the hurt, scared, little boy inside of every man or the hurt, scared little girl inside of every woman, and building the bridge so that part of us trusts us. Because what we tend to do in relationships, most of us, is we give away our inner child to our partner, and then we get upset when they don't take good enough care of it. <laughs> and when you tune into the inner child itself, how do you think it feels about being given away to somebody else that's not you? Mm. It Basically, the bottom line is it hates us for that, mm -hmm. and it's very hurt and very angry. So Plutonian healing of the moon, depending on how well we've been doing in that issue, can be a very soul-wrenching, deep process, or it can be a relatively easy if we've been watching those issues and working on them already. I'll tell you, I'm working them to death, actually. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a short break. Gavin Carruthers joining us here today, Pluto and Transformation. When we come back, we're going to talk about his upcoming talk that he's giving, as well as give you some information about his website and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef Curtis Ross will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I Center.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to announce the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Four nights, four extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary Zukoff, and Don Miguel Ruiz, all right here in Seattle. Purchase the entire series and get four events for the price of three. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information, event dates, and to purchase your tickets. All events will be held at the new Celebration Hall 
at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to the drpatshow.com for details. Series tickets would make a perfect gift for someone you care about this holiday season. Did you know that nearly 60,000 dogs and cats are euthanized every year in western Washington? Posado's Safe Haven Space Station, a state-of-the-art mobile vet clinic, travels to the areas that need help the most. Posado's is reducing the number of unwanted animals by making spaying and neutering easy, safe, and inexpensive. To check the space station schedule or to read more, please visit posadosafehaven.org. That's P-A-S-A-D-O safehaven.org. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, ancient wisdom, modern application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet? Donate excess weight and maintain your ideal state of health or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted. With HUNA, you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're talking about Pluto. We're talking about Capricorn. We're talking about astrology. And joining us here today uh, is Gavin Carruthers. He's joining us here today. He's been one of the leading folks in the world of astrology. And we're thrilled to have him on the show. And more importantly, he's going to be doing a talk at the upcoming third annual Finding the Gift and Shift Conference, January 9th through 11th uh, in Sedona. And so this is kind of an exciting deal, isn't it, Gavin? Uh, very much so. I, I was part of the last one, and it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend with all kinds of interesting people and really good energy. So I encourage anyone listening that's got that time off to come on down and enjoy sunny Sedona, because it's definitely a, a place to visit in, in and of its own. So, you know, how are your readings different from other folks? I've heard that you have more of an esoteric approach to it. Uh, and I think that's important because, uh, you know, many people in the mainstream, and they hear astrology, and what they're hearing is, okay, what's your day going to be like? Right. <laughs> today, I never deal with that. <laughs> yeah, today you're going to meet Benny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> my, my approach is, um, I don't do any form of fortune telling. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in predicting the future with people. I'm not interested in, you know, telling them what will happen or any of that stuff. I'm much more interested in supporting them in their process of spiritual unfolding and hel- helping them understand why their spirit chose to come here and chose the parents they, they did and, and what their life purpose is about, those kinds of issues. It's, it's really more like spiritual counseling than, than what some people might think of in terms of fortune telling. 
But there's a, a purpose to that. I mean, there's a purpose uh, to having that story be told. And it's sort of like, you know, peeling the onion back and looking oh, at yeah. the different layers here. Absolutely. Yeah. Very much so. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I feel very lucky, actually, honestly, to be working with a tool that the, most of the world doesn't even realize exists, or at least not to the capacity that it can. So it makes me look good just in the sense that most people don't understand the power that astrology has to offer clarity and truth. So one of the things that, you know, you're going to, I mean, you're going to be talking about a number of different things at this upcoming conference. What excites you most about it? What excites you most about your topic? Tell our listeners a bit about it. Well, one of the things that I've been seeing, you know, over the last couple of years, I mean, really, ever since 9-11, really, is I've been seeing just a lot of dark energy that people are encountering in the world. I mean, it seems from a lot of perspectives that the whole human race has messed up pretty badly and we're sliding off of the edge of a cliff. Uh, a lot of people are afraid of, of the future, afraid of what's going on, afraid of the changes. Um, and one of the perspectives I have that I think is kind of important is that there is not any more negativity today in the world than there was five years ago, ten years ago, or, or anymore. In fact, what's happening is the negative energy is being pushed out by the positive energy. And so lots of negative energy is coming to the surface. So it looks like there's lots of negative energy everywhere. But really what's happening is it's being transformed. And I, I believe most people haven't quite caught up with that and under, don't yet understand the positive thing that's happening here and are still, you know, in their fear energy. And I, I think one of the most important messages for anybody to hear right now is that we must not give in to fear. We must, as much as possible, hold the, the love vibration because we're being manipulated uh, particularly over the last eight years we've been manipulated you know all over the place in terms of pushing us into fear and when we're in fear we give up our power we give up our ability to create our reality the way we want and we start having a rough time so i, I really want to support people wherever they feel that fear vibration coming in to choose to release it and to move into the love vibration and the trust because I think that's what's going to help us get through this, this uh, process that the planet is going through right now, which is really deep level. So let's talk about that in the context of Pluto and Capricorn now, because it's, mm -hmm. it's been a really long time since that's happened. When was the last time that Pluto's been in Capricorn? 1762 to 1778. And what was it like back then? Well, uh, <laughs> there was a revolution going on in this country. <laughs> we were kicking the British out. Mm -hmm. And the United States birth chart from uh, July the 4th, 1776, has Pluto in Capricorn. This is the first time since then, in this 248-year cycle, that Pluto has returned to Capricorn. So for the United States, for, any, for you or any of your listeners that understand the concept of the Saturn return, which is like a coming of age for humans at around age 29, mm -hmm. this is the coming of age for the United States. This is a time where... We are having, a, you might say, a, a cleanup process to look at what we've created and how it's operating and how this country's working and really clean out all of the toxic energy. And, and I keep coming back to the greed, which is the thing I see as, as a real problem in this country. Um, we have to learn to care for each other more and, and be less concerned with gathering more for ourselves. 
mean, we had a little story in the in the news today about the governor of Illinois mm -hmm. who wanted, you know, to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat so he can, you know, take advantage for himself. You know, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people at the high levels of leadership that think that way. And uh, Pluto and Capricorn will not allow that to continue. Bottom line, uh, on some level, the people will rise up on whatever level is appropriate to, to change that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think most people want that. That's my sense of it anyway. Well, and, you know, this is, uh, is one of the things that you're doing, of course, is, you know, is the upcoming event. Mm -hmm. um, and we had Greg Braden on the show, a fabulous show. And we were talking about the event uh, that's being put together here and your role in that. And, you know, part of this is what you and I talked about during the break. And it is the truth telling time. Yeah. And sometimes, don't you think, Evan, sometimes telling the truth is really difficult. Do we have to relearn how to do that? Well, I think some of us certainly do. Um, telling the truth, it can be difficult, but I can also, from personal experience, say it can be extraordinarily liberating as well. Uh-huh, right. Um, one of the things about the secrets we hold, we're afraid of somebody else knowing about our secrets, whatever they might be, our dark secrets. But when you get into a group of people and you share your dark secrets, the only one who has any energy about your dark secret is you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and everybody else is like, they have a big deal about that. Yeah, Come on. Right. You know, and then, but my big dark secret's really bad. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if I were the governor of Illinois, I'd, I'd be a little weary about that dark secret. Yeah. What the heck is, what, what are we thinking here? Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, is that about the most creative thing we've ever heard of? And yet, at the same time, the most ridiculous thing? Yeah, well, I mean, wow. politics is full of that kind of stuff, unfortunately. That's, I got to yeah. tell you, that's a new one, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that before, either. <laughs> Not so blatant, anyway. <laughs> so, you know, as we look at Pluto and transformation in these times, and, you know, I, and, and thank you again for joining us here today. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I want to make sure we give out the website so folks can find out more about you and also find out more about the upcoming event. Um, for those of you tuning in, you could go to StellarProductionsLive.com, Stellar, S-T-E-L-L-A-R, Productions. No, no R, Stella. Stella, oh, Really? L.A., I think so, anyway. <laughs> That's how I have it. Uh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll confirm that in a moment. Okay, please. Please confirm that. It'll take a moment with my email, so let's keep talking in the meantime. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. We got a little something going on with that. Uh, but the point that, that, that I'm, I'm really making here is that part of what we're here about is to really find out what's real for us. Isn't that true? Mm-hmm. What, Absolutely. What, what's going to be the result of all of that? I mean, what's the bottom line to this change? The bottom line to this change, you mean for the, for the planet or the country yeah. or for individuals? Well, I think it's going to, if the planet's going to be doing it, then yeah. Well, the, on the planetary level, the, the opportunity is to find better ways to do business, better ways to have businesses and operate businesses, better ways to run governments. I, I think that would involve more uh, in, involvement of the people in the process and less secrecy, more openness. Um, lots of things along those kinds of levels of just opening things up and, and maybe taking a lot of power away from the few and spreading it among the many a little bit more. That kind of stuff. Well, that's part of what I'm hoping for anyway. Uh, and, and, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for and probably for for myself. Uh, and, 
and I know so many people, one of the most joyful, peaceful, exciting times of our lives. And yeah. we are really the key players in all of this. It's up to us. Yes. And I think we're all learning through this process how to create our reality, which we're already doing, but how to do it consciously. Absolutely. Because mostly, you know, when we create our reality or, or, or when we meet our reality, we go, I don't like that. Why did I create that? Mm-hmm. Or I didn't create that. And, of course, we did. Absolutely. And, and getting in the driver's seat of that process, getting to be a conscious creator, is our birthright. That's well, what we're here for, I think. I, I believe, I, I totally agree with you. I want to thank you, Gavin, for joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you so much for oh, joining us here. And uh, thank you for sharing your wisdom. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, Paul McCormick in the house. His book is launching today. We'll be right back. The place.